You are listening to the award-winning The Young Jerks with Mike Crawford. We're going to hopefully have Rod Weber coming in. We've got a lot of clips that we're going to play. I, I guess the thing I want to talk about uh, with these Patri- Patriot front meatheads, it's pretty funny. Like, they're, 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 I don't even know how to say this. They're, it's like a cult. It's like a Jim Jones cult. Looks like, you know, it's like, reminds me of Charlie Manson. It reminds me of Donald Trump. We're going to play some clips tonight. The first clip I'm going to play, though, is the Rod Weber. Rod Weber, again, with Lauren. They chase them back to their cars. You know, this is what was Saturday in Boston. Patriot Front showed up, and they ran through Boston. There was probably 100 of them marching, and it looked like they really didn't stop in any one place for very, you know, for more than a few seconds. This is their kind of MO. They basically run through town hoping that no one finds out that they're there so that no one can confront them and they could say it's a big win. They're a bunch of cow. They're, they're, they're a bunch of cowards. They really are. They got masks on number one. So you can't see their faces and they basically run through town. They, they ran through the city of Boston and thought they had a big victory because, you know, there weren't many people to confront them because no one knew that they were going to be there. Word got out on Twitter that they were running through Boston, a hundred people. The videos posted uh, and Rod Weber and Lauren Pespiza found out where, where they were headed and were on their trail and they met them. I believe this is at the uh, orange line, maybe Wellington. Actually, I'm not sure what station it is, but it's one of those stations. Oh, actually, I know what it is. It's, I believe it's Oak Grove actually in Malden. I know it's in Malden. So it's, it's one of the orange line stations in Malden. There's a couple of them there. I think it's Oak Grove. And they met these fools as they were getting off the train. And this is what happened. This is part of it. We're going to play a lot more of this. Grove, uh, MBTA stop with my lovely wife, Lauren. And uh, we are waiting for the Patriot Front white nationalist group uh, to get off the train. Uh, we, we don't have 100% confidence. Oh, here they are. What's up, Nazi guys? What are you doing terrorizing Boston? Did, did you have fun with your little white nationalist group? Did you? I mean, because... What's up, dude? What's up? Hey, don't push me. Don't hurt me. You're pushing me. You're an awful lot, aren't you? You're absolutely pushing me. Nazis, get the fuck out of Boston! Come on, guys. What's up with your white nationalist shit? Patriot fart is full of farts. Patriot fart. Why are you flying after me? The Nazis. Bunch of Nazi cucks. Am I right? Who's this guy up front? Is that uh, Tommy Russo? Nah, you're way too tall to be Tommy. I wonder which cuck this guy is. I am Iron Cuck. Na 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 na. We'll never fuck. Can you ever get laid? No, no, no. That's exactly what I thought. How you guys doing? Who am I with today? Am I with, what's your name? How you doing? Hey, I'm Rod. What's your name? Your name is Rod? 
Yeah. My name is uh, Buttford. Uh, butthead? Butt hey, Butthead. Hey, butt yeah, your drummer really sucked today, Butthead. Yeah, you really did. Oh, you know about drummers. Can you do complex news and odd times? All righty. Here they go. There they go. They're running. Everyone's running. Run, Forest, run. These guys are uh, the biggest clowns around. I just, uh, I got to look at Thomas Rousseau. There's a guy, Thomas Rousseau. I think Weber just showed up. I think we're going to add him to the stream, maybe. No, nope, not yet. I thought that was him, but nope. Um, the leader that Thomas Rousseau he was looking for, we got some clips of him. Uh, it's so funny because, you know, there's there's this mass murder that happened yesterday july 4th in uh, a small city or i don't know if it's a town a city in illinois and you look at this guy and he's like uh a little guy he's a little skinny guy and uh, i'm looking at this guy and i'm looking at this thomas rousseau guy and i'm like they're very much alike they're little guys they're little skinny guys 120 pounds soaking wet and that's their cult leader. That's the Patriot Front cult leader. They talk about uh, earning it and hard work and all this other crap. This guy's like a had a rich daddy. He's never done any work. He's never had any job. He's never had any career. Never had any success. He's a young kid who's just a rich little pampered kid. And that's who they're following. We're going to play some of his clips tonight. We got Rod Weber on the line. Let's bring him up right now. Let's see what's what's up with Rod. Rod Weber. Same work. Yeah, you sound good. You sound better than me. Oh my god, you made it work. Me. I made it work at the last second. There was uh, like five seconds ago, all I could hear was layer upon layer of echo upon echo. What it was is that I had the live stream open to another Facebook window, and at that last second, I clicked it. Now everything's okay. We don't have to make your audience trip out as as, as hard as they will already. You know? Red on you, you got red on red, and it looks good. You're the only person I think I pull this off. Red on red. It's a look. Red background, red shirt. My free vermin shirt. Free vermin. Okay. That was uh, when he was in Facebook jail a couple weeks ago. It was uh, tough times in uh, Ponytopia. Uh, we thought that we had uh, created the pony infrastructure and the interstate roller coasters uh, for a, a world of freewheeling uh, rainbow farts and unicorn love, and Twitter just shut him down. There was a there was a big sadness in the force for uh, that week or so that um did they bring did they bring him back on twitter they did uh, i uh, i did my best to engage twitter in a campaign to tag twitter support uh, which uh, vermin actually had done for me when i was deplatformed from youtube for 5 months if you remember that one it was because i published my documentary, The Oppressed Majority, which was about the straight pride protests. And so today, related to the to, to, to your most recent movie, which uh, we featured on this show, you and Lauren discussing about what happened. I know some of our listeners might, you know, the viewers might know, some might not know, but you had some FBI harassment. And basically, grand juries convened about your last documentary movie. Uh, basically, the feds messing with you big time for a ridiculous, it's just ridiculous, all of it. Um, and now today, 
after you chase the Nazis out of Boston and all these politicians with the same federal officials are doing a press conference today. You showed up, I heard, and I saw some of it. What happened at this press conference with uh, Mayor Michelle Wu and some of my friends, uh, City Councilor Julia Mejia? They were all there. What happened? You showed up. Uh, it looked like, uh, I want to call her DA Rollins, but she's not the DA anymore. Uh, U.S. Attorney Rollins looked like she wanted to speak to you from the video I saw. She so did. what happened when you when you showed up at this 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 whole thing and, and they did well, a press conference about the Nazis and you've been harassed by the same FBI and uh, government officials who were there? Well, uh, so first and foremost, I would say that this group of people uh, make me conflicted. On the one hand, uh, Michelle Wu is a friend of Renters Radio. Uh, to those of you who don't know, Renters Radio uh, being my wife's uh, uh, former podcast. Uh, that uh, she did with Evan George. Uh, Michelle was kind enough to go on the show. And, um, and you know, to a certain degree, uh, to the extent that one uh, can be friends within the political world, uh, I think, you know, Lauren has a, a, a kind of a friendship there. Um, and I have met her on a couple of occasions myself. And um, she's likable. And I did not go there to start any trouble. Uh, Rachel Rollins also, uh, so, well, I'll get to the conflict in a minute. Um, but, uh, I should say, uh, Rachel Rollins, I think is a uh, very well-intentioned or, or was so as a district attorney. And, uh, she was kind enough, uh, in the straight pride arrest, which I was a part of that was, uh, if you will, that was the, the climax of my film, um, the oppressed majority, uh, where I was arrested along with uh, 36 others, or a total of 36, I should say. And uh, I was doing nothing more than uh, filming and walking on the sidewalk, although the police reported uh, something entirely different than that. Uh, now, uh, even then, uh, as district attorney, Rachel was top cop. Uh, and so uh, because of uh, police investigations that have gone on... Uh, uh, whether it's police, FBI, JTTF, uh, there is, there's so many agencies that have gone after us uh, for really doing nothing more than uh, do documenting uh, the political process. And to a certain degree, I will concede that I sometimes poke the bear. I uh, might ask questions that are, well, they're tough. Sometimes I do it in a humorous way and sometimes I do it in a trolling way, in a way that's meant to uh, provoke or you know, get a response uh, that you otherwise wouldn't get if uh, you, you just rolled in there with a bunch of softballs. Um, so uh, long story short, sometimes I fuck with them now. I, I, and, and so but I so. I have a bit of a reputation, uh, but uh, fucking with people uh, is constitutionally protected uh, First Amendment speech. You know I what else, too? It's fucking with people gets you so, so often because I do this, too. <laughs> I yeah. do it especially online more than like you do it more like in person. I've done it in person a few times to a few people, but mostly I do it on the Twitter or the Facebook, you know, and you, you'll get someone's attention you'll get a response and, and, and a lot of, and you'll get information a lot of times. And that's exactly it's people. I don't see why people don't get why that works. Like it obviously works. Yeah. I, I mean, it's people always say, why, why are you do 
It's like, why do you think? Like, why? Like, it's it's getting an answer. It's getting a response, yeah. right? Got him, spoke, got him to speak the truth. I mean, yeah. you know, what better thing is there? Uh, you know, especially when uh, whoever you're dealing with uh, has confronted you with lie after lie. I, I remember um, with the pot wars there and you, you chasing guys down in the parking lot. I mean, that was uh, some serious badassery uh, back in the day. Um, uh, and, uh, you know, you know, to a certain degree, um, you know, I chased him into the last, the last one we did, we chased him into a restaurant. That was, but yeah, <laughs> we've chased him into parking lots. Uh, sure. And, yeah. uh, you know, which I did with, uh, Joe Biden, I, uh, you know, I confronted him with tough questions, uh, in a number of parking lots, uh, which I don't think he was appreciative and he's, you know, he did this sort of, I'm on the phone, uh, but not on the phone. Uh, it's just like, uh, you know, they're doing to some of these January six people that, that don't want to, you know, you know, say the reality. Did you see that? Did you see yeah, the guy, Johnson. the reporter yeah. goes, I can see you're not on the phone, jackass. And he kept pretending it. And then like, he's like, Oh, he puts it down. It was hilarious. That yeah. hundred so- percent. And so, uh, you know, these people are in positions of power, uh, you know, real power. And that being the case, uh, you know, I, I feel that it's, it should be within our toolkit to, to be able to, uh, you know, to poke the bear a little bit and um, ridicule the king or queen to their face. Um, uh, you know, I mean, the people uh, you know, deserve accurate representation and, and you're not going to get that unless you actually uh, get people to say the truth. And it's it's just it's one of the best ways to do it. Um, uh, you know, one of the, the big ones was even just uh, singing with a guitar going up to Joe Biden and singing Joe Biden wrote the Patriot Act. And, you know, while some people have pointed out that he's not actually listed as the author um he's bragged many times that he had uh, written the legislation which became the patriot act um in a song however we're not interested in that level of nuance we can simplify it down to simply joe biden wrote the patriot act and it's friggin hilarious it's funny how we all have to be have to be like every word has to be so correct yeah, but the right can just make up QAnon and, <laughs> um, but you know the thing about us is is our side does it to us. Like it's like we because we are concerned about facts. It's like, um, so what did happen today though? Because you you went down there and the FBI is there. I saw that you like basically ch- chase the 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 guy away who's like uh, with the Joint Terrorism Task Force. Like they drove away. Like what happened? They they got up there and they wanted to take credit for chasing out Nazis, but you chased them out, and then you asked questions and they don't want to answer your questions. Like what actually happened today? Look, I am not so worried about uh, you know who's taking credit for uh, chasing them out or not. Uh, I I mean the reality of the situation is it's all on video. Everyone knows that Lauren and I and uh, Jamie and and some of the other anti-fascists who showed up a, a little bit later, uh, you know, were the ones that shouted them down and um. And um, and actually physically made them run away from us, um, oh, you know, while I screamed, run away, cowards, um, you know, like Monty Python. Um, but uh, so in regard to uh, that JTTF agent, uh, his name, if I'm not mistaken, is Joseph Bonarno. Am I getting that right, Lauren? What, what? Bonavaletto. Um, I'm going to call him uh, Joseph Bon Jovi. Going with Bon Jovi. Uh, no, no, no. Joseph, um, uh, mom sounded name. I mean, that sounds like, yeah, it's funny. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, Lauren being Italian, she says, uh, hey, you know, it's, Banano. Yeah, it's uh, something very Italian. Uh, but 
the point being is that uh, Rachel Rollins, who's now the uh, U.S. attorney, uh, was, you know, explaining how FBI, JTDF and various law enforcement agencies uh, were working together, um, you know, to do their best to uh, track down Nazis. Um, this was uh, her position. And the article in WGBH was written by uh, Phil Martin. Um, and in that article, uh, Phil had once again, it was. Uh, Rachel and I paired against each other. He had gotten quotes from me and uh, I, th I think he had done so to, you know, to get a rebuttal actually to some of the stuff that Rachel was putting out there. Um, things to the effect of we're committed to fighting racism. Uh, we're committed to fighting neo-Nazis. And while I wholeheartedly believe that R Rachel believes that. That's what um, I would say. I believe I, that Rachel wants that. I believe Rachel's I that trying to make that, that happen. She wants that. And this is where we come to the part where I'm conflicted uh, because right. I appreciate that she's um, trying. That she, she no prost my case, meaning uh, not, did a not prosecute uh, with the straight pride arrests. Um, that, she helped to make that go up to the Supreme Judicial Court and she got Richard Sinnott investigated. You were talking um, uh, about, about that, that judge. Yes, he's the that guy judge. who shot yeah. someone, you know, murdered yeah. him in the 80s and got away with it. Um, so these are some unsavory, uh, people, supporters of, uh, of the alt-right. And, you know, I mean, uh, truth be told, since you brought up Dan Fishman, I, you know, I wouldn't have mentioned this, um, uh, but also, uh, worked extensively with Samson, Samson Richapi. That, that's what, that's where we, we, that's where Dan and, and uh, like, you're absolutely right. And that's what pisses me off the most about Dan. Absolutely. 100% agree. And, um, you know, last time I spoke with Dan, we had it out because he was giving Samson legal advice. Now, I know he's not a lawyer. In fact, uh, Samson, I believe, completed law school. Uh, for those who don't know, uh, Samson is an organizer and a spying lawyer, uh, but an organizer for Super Happy Fun America and Resist Marxism, these uh, various. Uh, I love this. Now we have uh, Dan Fishman responding. He said, Sam hates me. I appease him on that. Interesting. I well, you know, I, I think that's, you know, where we might have disagreed on the little point. I, I you know, that was a long time ago. So, uh, you know, and so I guess he was kicked out of the uh, Libertarian Party of Massachusetts. Samson was. That's what Daniel Fishman is letting us know. Yes. And uh, th that is also correct. Um, I, uh, I, you know, I, I don't want to uh, I, I didn't come here to. to, to no, I know. I know. Old stories about yeah. Dan Fishman and Sam. Sam there's just, there's just two sides to everything. I'm glad you yeah. you're checking me and I appreciate that. That's why I have you here. Rod. Um, yeah. I mean, even uh, the Dan Medved uh, uh, that you mentioned um, uh, a little while ago uh, with your previous guest. Um, I have some issues with his reporting, but well, I don't you know, even know who that was. You know, was, that, was that someone that endorsed her? Like, what was that? No, no, no. He 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 was not a one of these uh, super happy or resist Marxism guys. He he just uh, let's just say he did some reporting about me and what we were doing, and it was it was it was not accurate. And okay. I, I, again, I I I don't want to go through it. You know, every reporter who's uh, you know screwed up our story here. That's why I'm here on your show, uh, so I can say it for the people. Uh, they they can. They can interpret what I have to say, and take it or leave it. And, now, and we let's, speaking of reporters, because you you just did go viral. I mean, basically the the video yeah. that we play parts of it. There's there's lots more video. We're gonna play some more videos. I want to get your comments on some of the other videos too. Like, oh, I got some unicorn riot video too. Audio. Um, I know you've heard before, but I don't know if our audience has. So I want to share that with them. But 
you went viral like crazy this weekend on the video in the confrontation. Um, any like uh, reporters or people that you really liked the coverage or any that you really hated or people that screwed you over and didn't give you any credit or so, you know. um, well, listen, you know, there was plenty of folks that didn't give credit, but you know, that's, it's, it's cool. Cause everyone on TikTok was loving it. Um, and I, again, the, you know, they could see what was going down and for, uh, you know, a, a lot of folks, um, uh, who aren't just walking through life, uh, you know, blindly as a you know, straight white guy and um, says, ah, I don't know, I don't get it. Um, there were, let's just say that, you know, th there were many people, uh, you know, thanking us uh, for speaking, the, you know, the way that we did um, and saying that it's important, um, not just, uh, you know, for, 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 the, for the press to cover this, um, but but to cover what Lauren and I did. And we make a conscious e effort uh, to, to bring a sign with us, which I know uh, Lauren always sign. complains about. Not, Nazi. It, it says Nazi and with an arrow. And it, you, yeah, it's, 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 it's big and cumbersome and annoying. And I, I, I get it. It's a pain in the ass, but until, uh, you know, we, and I say, you know, I'm that sign curious. is genius. I love that sign. Thank it's you. just like you, when you brought it out to the Southie thing and you had, you pointed at him, because people don't know. People are oblivious, well, especially so, at these so, party and, events, like and parades. So that's, and that's the point, is that it's it's always a, a, a visual, it's literally a sign that, that says to people what this is, what is mm. going on. And um, it it shouldn't have to be explained, but there it is. Without it, it's actually giving Patriot Front and NSC-131 exactly what they want, um, uh, you know, to show that they've gone unopposed um, and publicity photos. It's the definition of platforming. And all of, all of these folks have been doing it. Uh, Boston.com had done it. WGBH did it. And I mean, I, I, I liked uh, Phil Martin's article for the most part. Um, but I, I pointed out to all of them back in uh, March when there was the St. Patrick's Day um, uh, sign hangout or whatever the thing it was that they were doing uh, that we opposed. Um, all, all the all these papers could just kept showing this photo of of them being in their minds awesome you know rather than you know the photo of lawrence standing up to them and i just i i you know for the life of me i'll never get it um you know the, the folks on twitter and tiktok they understand you you shouldn't be doing that platforming crap um and and so so i would say that that's uh, my big criticism and but so uh gavin uh, from boston.com he wrote a he, he wrote a great article um last time uh, at saint patrick's day he wrote another good one uh today that just came out a couple of hours ago and um he allowed me to spell it out what was going on with these guys not just what went down um but the importance of uh people like us coming out there and i think you know the big thing is uh, that uh, we white folks uh, should Always bear in mind, we, we do have white privilege and um, uh, black folks, Latino, Asians, uh, LGBTQ uh, have a lot in their plate and uh, they don't need to be, get tangled up in this. Um, you know, it's um, uh, you know, it's 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 uh, you know, it's enough to see, uh, you know, the the assault that took place, you know, down on uh, Copley Plaza. Um, but 
you know, there were hundreds or if, if not thousands of people that they must have passed by on that day. And who, who stood up to them? And and why were you know, why were there no police there? You know, why? Why was there no FBI? Why, why were none of these people doing their jobs? And so that was the first thing that I objected to in the, in the press conference. They had um, a police officer, Officer Long, get up there. And he starts, you know, one of the first things out of his mouth was that they didn't see anything happen. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, really? I mean, because if you didn't see anything happen, you just weren't doing your job. And so I um, I challenged him on it. And I, I said, I mean, that that is just it's just patently false. Um, first of all, I was assaulted as to coming down the stairs. Um, and he said, wait, 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 you were and, yeah, I said, I, yes, I was assaulted. And so Rachel Rollins jumps in and she says, you know, that was in Malden, right? I said, yeah, it was in Malden. Well, this is a Boston cop. And in my head, and I, I didn't want to, again, I wouldn't go there to start trouble. I didn't want to be argumentative. But I was thinking to myself, you just explained to me how this is a federal investigation. Um, that, you know, the jurisdiction, uh, you know, between Boston and Malden shouldn't be something that they're bickering about. They should be working together. And if they, you know, if there weren't cops that were tracking it all the way from start to finish, I call BS. Right. And so that's exactly what I did. And they were not happy about it. I said that, I mean, you're either a liar or totally ignorant. Um, and he says, well, how dare you, sir? I am not a liar. And you know, this was included. In did did any of that get picked up today? Any media? Picking yeah, up? Um, I think, uh, you know, Boston Globe picked it up. The interesting angle on the, on the Boston Globe was that they, they represented me as two different people. And here's how they did it. <laughs> and, I, and I've seen this before. Um, so in, you know, the first uh, uh, sentence about me, which is kind of in the first portion of the article, um, they said that a, that a man uh, heckled um, you know, the, you know, the officer provoking uh, this response, um, uh, you know, basically trying to show that there there was opposition to this kind of philosophy. Um, but then towards the end, um, they, they also say Rod Weber, a film director um, of uh, filmed uh, what uh, like what transgressed uh, in, in Malden. And um, he was approached by. U.S. Attorney Rollins, uh, you know, to help in the fight. And I'm well, so I'm thinking to myself, wait, well, now, hold on. Like, so am I a disreputable uh, muckraker? Um, you're two different people. You're 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 the good guy when they when they want. Yeah, it's so funny. That, yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. Boston Globe. Good job. Good job, Boston Globe. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh and my um, God. so I, I sent them a little bit. Uh, I sent them a little note, but, uh, you know, I'm not going to I'm not going to hold my breath or, or work, lose too many too much sleep about it. Um, so we got we got some different clips because, you know, I, I'm checking out this guy, this Thomas Rousseau guy. Yeah. And I am not impressed. Um, just just from the video, I, I there was another guy. What was the other guy's name who was recording from all in there that was on Twitter? Oh, oh, His, oh uh, uh, James uh, Meikle. Yes, because we're going to play some of his uh, short clips, too, because I yeah, I think it, this huh? is so important to show. He's got Thomas Rousseau, and it's yep. like these these goofballs act like this guy's like uh, Charlie Manson, um, the leader <laughs> of Scientology. What's that guy's name? David Miscavige. Miscavige. They act like he's Miscavige, or they act like he's Tom yeah. Cruise. They act like he's, um, yeah, they act like he's um, 
Charlie Manson, Jim Jones, you know, like, well, I mean, so that's it's a cult. It's I mean, a basically it, a cult. You can see it in this guy. Like I, I've noticed like just a couple different clips There's another clip too. I hope I have it. I'm going to try to play all the clips I have tonight. I'm not even sure if I downloaded them all, but there's just a bunch of different clips where you see this guy. He really thinks he's something. You can just see it in his face and the way he carries himself. He thinks he's like a historic figure. He th he's really caught up in himself. And their whole thing, you read about it, it's about hard work and how they earn things. It's like, what has he earned? All he, he lived off his parents, and now he's living off his followers. He's a grifter. I mean, that's all I'm seeing. Is that kind of what was your feeling? You you were around this guy, this Rousseau guy, very briefly. What what's your feelings about this? So I, I was actually uh, saddened to have uh, missed out on him. I think he was uh, he was uh, kind of uh, taken off the back. Uh, you know, we had confronted them at the at the front of the line. And uh, so our, our, our tauntings and uh, ridicule uh, was limited to those folks. And I, yeah, I guess he was just following at the end. There uh, was one one frame when you got right next to him, it looked like. But I, uh, I don't think you so actually towards the end, knew, he, he yeah. did get it. Yeah, he, he got up in his car. And um, but I, it was just I, I didn't have a real opportunity. Um, you, you, you hear in that one clip that you already played that I said, hey, is that Tommy Russo? And then I, I turned around and immediately knew that it was. And I said, oh, you know, that, you know, that guy's too tall. Uh, you know, Tommy seems to have a uh, classic Tom Cruise, um, Napoleonic. Don't they all? Don't they all? All these yeah. guys do. It's and, so I mean, weird. And you can see the, you know, in the footage of him at Unite the Right, he's got a, you know, a baby boy face. And I think this is part of why he grew the Charlie Manson beard. Uh, not right. Like he's, um, he looks like he's a little baby. Beard yeah. Yeah. That, that you have. Yeah. Um, but, you know, they, I mean, they basically came as like a splinter of Vanguard America. You know, they had um, ties with Rise Above movement and, and the base. Um, but I, they wanted to unite the right after unite the right. And so remember, you know, unite the right being the big thing at Charlottesville and um, they're, they're fascist fashionistas. They, they are very committed oh to God. a look aesthetics. Um, well, just like Hitler did. Uh, yeah. You know, he went to art school and as a failed art student, you know, the reason that we still talk about Hitler to this day is that he filmed everything and it had to have an aesthetic and he hired uh, Lenny Riefenstahl to, to film this uh, amazing propaganda film. And I, I, I mean, it's awful. Don't get me wrong, but I mean, like as, as far uh, amazing in the sense that it warped people's minds and you can see uh, a lot of the videos that they're putting out. Um, they're really hip to using um, the glitch software that you, uh, you can get in the app store, a lot, a lot of just uh, modern, editing aesthetics um which is uh, hip and uh, you know is going to appeal to the tiktok gen z uh generation and so uh i mean you can see in the unicorn riot uh chat logs uh, i mean they kind of spell it out how um it's it's not just uh you know to unite the white race uh, their activism includes going on hikes there's, there's tons of hiking footage of these guys and uh, combat training. They'll sit there boxing, and um, and the, you know, these videos that you've probably seen me. I put the you know, yakety sax on it, the Benny Hill theme song. Uh, but the, you know they're there with the riot shields, yeah, and they, they practice all these moves. It's, it, it's so funny that he that the lead, the leader. I'd go like that and knock him over, and it's all about what you said—the aesthetic and, and being tough and the training and the in the 
No, we're, so, it's just, it's, it's ridiculous. It's and so, so there's, ridiculous. and that's the thing with, even with their signs, there's a uniformity in, in the way that they, they get these canvas banners and uh, they've got certain measurements uh, to make the, you know, those red arrows uh, with the, uh, the blue, it's, it's, it's blue and red on white, uh, you know, to give it an, like a USA American kind of feel. And um, they want to, they want, they want to take it back to the old days. And that's the aesthetic they're giving. And I think that's a big reason why they did this thing in Boston. Um, you know, word is uh, from the, the, you know, the chat logs that, that you know, that we've seen um, it, they, they had planned to go to Plymouth drop in in Plymouth, maybe some uh, Philly stuff in Washington, D.C. for 4th of July. That's where the uh, pinnacle would be. Um, and I think the reality is uh, because we also got wind of some other chat log stuff, they were so embarrassed by what Lauren and I did to them um, that they couldn't hold their head up high and they decided to cancel it. Because, I mean, how does that make any sense that they would do uh, an event on July 2nd not on July 4th. And, and I, I mean, when obviously they're all about uh, capitalizing on that big day, um, uh, all about uh, the jingoism, the, uh, the, um, the American flag, the, uh, the American aesthetic of Tommy Russo's got the cowboy hat. Oh, it's unbelievable. The cowboy hat. That's another one. Let's play yeah. a couple of clips. Yeah, I, I, go for it. It will, we'll, we can talk even over them. There we yeah. go. Let's try this one. Oh, Nazis out of Boston! 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 Take it easy, buddy. That was that was him. That was that was the guy. Yep. Thomas Rousseau. Yeah. It's, it's just uh it's pretty funny like he's just this little take it easy guy right oh my god i think we got another one here too let's put this one oh here it is too late bud i want to just play that again that's so weird too late bud look at the way he walks he's like all like oh my god good they're very serious, like like it's like the president or something. It's like, and the guy's like blocking. It's... Too late, bud. It's weird. It's freaking. Well, and so, I mean, so I mean, effectively, what he's done there is uh, create a, a cult of personality um, by dehumanizing his foot soldiers, uh, uh, telling them to mask up and saying it's for their safety, which you know. Um, in to a certain way of thinking is is true that uh, I, it, it makes it harder for any fascists to identify them. But in doing so, he becomes the, you know the you know the the dear leader, if you will, either Kim Jong Il, the Adolf Hitler, the, the little the little you know, the, the little leader, the little guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean the the, the just he, like Charlie Manson was, he was a little guy too. Oh, he was he was a little midget. Um, uh, but I mean, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry on the little people out there. Cause I know there's, you know, we can't help how we were born, that, but it's just, I'm sorry. It's just yeah. A, yeah. It's I, just, I, to me though, it's really bizarro that this, this little guy <laughs> is I, the leader of the big tough gang. It just, it's like always the cult leader always is the weakest guy. That's always the way it is. 
Oh, for sure. Uh, but all he had to do is look good in the photos. And um, I, this is what he's realized. And, you know, so long as, you know, maybe there's only one or two other guys um, that have their masks off. Um, you know, he's got his uh, Goebbels and, uh, you know, minor supporting characters in his own Nazi universe. Um, you know, the one guy that had come up to me in that first at the end of the first clip um, is this guy, Paul Gankars. Um, uh, one of the folks that we discovered uh, was in Idaho, arrested there was uh, Robert Benjamin Witted. Um, we've got uh, quite an, an extensive list of license plates, um, uh, which has uh, helped us uh, to identify Michael Walsh Riley from Stevens, uh, Stevensville, Michigan. Um, who else do we have? Uh, one that's registered to Kenneth Fisher. Um, another that's possibly Riley Johnson, one, a car that belongs to Jared Joseph Cummings, uh, one that belongs to Lindsay Vondrashek, um, who I don't think is part of Patriot Front, um, but her son, when I found him on Facebook, John Thomas Vondrashek III, age 23, of Denton, Texas. Well, he sure as shit fits the profile. So I'm going to say um, that he drove his mom Lindsay's car um, from Denton, Texas, um, to, to do his, his little, um, Nazi hike here. I, I mean, I could go on and on. There's, uh, but, uh, you know, I might bore you to tears. Colton Michael Brown, Karen Morris, uh, Dalton Chris Woodward. Hood was there. Say again? You, you got Chris Hood, right? Uh, yep. Chris Hood, uh, uh, we believe is there. We, we don't have a hard photograph of him. Um, but we're pretty sure by, the various things that he wears and body type. Yeah. He was very there. interesting. Uh, I mean, th this is the, you know, just so people know, like, I mean, I am worried about this group, but in a way they're kind of a freaking joke. Like, honestly, I know they act like, you know, and I'm sure they, they, you know, they have done violence. They will do violence, but the type of shit that they've been doing is basically like vandalism. That's basically what, you know, in marches to try to intimidate people. All no. right, so let me let me fill you in, um, because if we consider uh, NSC one thirty one basically like the like localized version of Patriot Front, I would say you know they're a, a sister city, if you will. Um, NSC one thirty one a couple months ago on uh, May Day, um, when they decided that they were bored of chasing around Lauren and I at Dropkick uh, Murphy's uh, throwdowns in South Boston. They decided to start uh, following anti-fascists in Manchester on May Day. Uh, they tracked down a couple and followed uh, these anti-fascists in a car, came up to them in a parking lot and smashed right through their front window while they were in the car, you know, right as they had pulled in. Um, obviously, there was a confrontation that they had uh, with Lauren and I. They, you know, they smacked Lauren up against the wall pretty good. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't a beatdown uh, by any stretch of the imagination. Um but uh, one has to worry uh, which one of these guys is going to be the new Krimi. Uh, who's, who's no, be... no doubt about that. I'm not, I'm not underplaying it like that. I mean, I think that they're definitely capable of violence. I think that you and Lauren especially are, are like probably the top targets around here because you keep embarrassing them. But, you know, I just think I want, I want people to understand kind of the stuff that they're doing. Uh, we have a clip from one of the things that they did, and, and they basically – took down a gay pride mural. That's kind of the stuff they're focusing on. And I want them to hear 
how they operate. You know, it's just like the Trump conspiracy. It's like this this leader sits there and micromanages these these two henchmen, and the henchmen are going to take the fall. You know, the henchmen are going to go to jail when when they get caught if they haven't even. Uh, I'm wondering, do you know what happened on this with the gay mural that they supposedly were planning to um, down in California? There's been so many. I'm, I don't remember I know, exactly. Right? It's tough to keep track of them. Is this the one in Texas? Or? No, actually, I think this is. Um, I think this is in Washington. Let's hear it. Let's let's yeah, put the yeah, clip. We'll find it. out actually. I think this may be like Olympia, Washington, or something. There's a few okay. of them. So Thomas, I was thinking. Yep, can hear you. This, this uh, role, uh, Clark is going to forward you all the photos he took from scouting it and whatnot, um, because it has drastically changed from the just the open mural on the side of the road there's construction blocking this one-way street so there's no vehicles that go down the street the construction fencing is right next to the mural itself plus there's that alleyway right there as well there is a it's fence that yeah, we'll send you the photos um but it, there's no better time to do that considering there's this construction um I scout it tomorrow and check it out myself and then we'll shoot for out probably next weekend all right start the first photo um how are you going to does this fencing open up on the sides or are you going to climb over it what's the plan here okay so um, people have um, already kind of made some holes in it but i was considering um having someone go why, down there why is the fencing there by the way have people try um, is this to protect it or is this yes, something else it's, it's to protect it because uh people don't like faggotry and um so they their ideology is so hated that they really have to put a okay. fence around it I, I don't need a lecture i'm just just asking some questions <laughs> did you hear that part mm. bizarro these yeah. guys are uh I, I just wanted people to get kind of a, a, a taste of it. You can watch the whole video on Unicorn Riot. I mean, we could play this whole video, but you just get an idea of, of what this group's up to. These guys yeah. are, uh, the locals are are talking to the big ringleader, Thomas Rousseau, about their little, you know, we're going to pull down a mural in uh, Olympia, Washington, because it's gay pride. And we don't like it. And uh, Thomas Rousseau is such a, icon he's such a leader he has to know every detail about the fencing and he has to be in total control as he micromanages these, these two uh local you know jackasses right and uh it's, it's just pretty it's pretty funny it's pretty telling too like he even he even like says you know i don't need uh a history what was it well, let's hear that again when, when the guy says uh the repulsive thing is this to protect it or is it yes, something else it's, it's to protect it because uh people don't like faggotry and um so they their ideology is so hated that they really have to put a okay. fence around it I, I don't need a lecture i'm just just asking some questions so yeah he, he asked the guy why is there a fence around it guy answers with you know, you know awful answer oh, by the way but then he says i don't need a uh, he he did it's just it's pretty funny it's pretty telling the way he even talks to his little plebes that are doing criminal offenses for him yeah so i mean you can go through the unicorn riot uh chat leaks and i i believe there was 21 or 22 of them 
and and some of them you know they they talk about hey i was the one who uh wrecked the george floyd uh mural and um uh, Lafayette, Indiana. Uh, you know, there's other ones where they talk about the quote unquote Jewish question. Um, so this goes beyond what some uh, groups espouse to be, which is we just, you know, they, they talk about white pride. Um, and that's one level, uh, which I think um, naturally spirals into another where they're actively talking about doing harm uh, to another group. And uh, you know, to no one's surprise, obviously, that's where, you know, th this stuff is going. And uh, going through, you know, some of this other stuff, uh, aside from, you know, the, the Jewish question, um, you know, they'll talk about, uh, you know, like Hitler's uh, German Nazi party, which was the NSDAP. Um, what else? Uh, the Goyam Defense League. Um, they talk about a white only ethno state um the, you know and like i said they go like I, they go on these bonding trips i you know i wouldn't be surprised if they're they're dropping mushrooms or acid and uh, talking neo-nazi stuff and i and i know um you know lauren said a couple times yeah you know if we go only slip them some uh, mushrooms and uh, you know get them thinking the right way um i i we actually i think or at least i reversed on on that idea uh when we listen to their podcast uh well one of the i should say a related podcast uh by um i got a podcaster called john fashcroft and um and one of the big things they were talking about was mycelium networks and that fascists should, should work the way that uh mushroom fibers grow and which they even likened to antifa and said that they needed to be more like antifa in that regard um which is why they've developed uh uh, cells networks. That, you know, they've got small groups where everyone in in a particular region, you know, let's just say Idaho is. I'm Johnny Idaho and Austin Idaho or Bryce Idaho or whatever white guy named Idaho, and you know that you know the same for Texas or or wherever else. Well, might let's be. talk about that because Patriot Front specifically, you know, and this is for a lot of these different groups. Obviously, what you're saying as well, but for Patriot Front. It, you know, I, I saw one of the um, national researchers talking about they've had the most actions, number one, in Texas, number two, in Massachusetts. Mm -hmm. They've come here and done, you know, had more of the um, stickering and more of the activity, more, the, you know, these national group, national organizations uh, covering hate. They're recording the number of instances where there's something happened. Yeah. And Massachusetts Actually, is at the top with Patriot Front. Why do you think Patriot Front is picking Massachusetts, even out of all the other East Coast states? Um, it's just people of that ideology here. I would I mean, just guessing Cambridge is um, I've heard them call it Marxachusetts. Um, there, uh, it's probably pushback on a contingent of people uh, coming out of Harvard, MIT, et cetera, et cetera, which uh, they feel is way too liberal, uh, which is in contrast to, you know, some neighborhoods in South Boston, like the one that Dropkick Murphy's had us meet in to have this uh, so-called fight with NSC-131. And, um, I, I, you know, who knows what's in the, in the, the minds of these people who hate. Um, all, I, all I can say is... Um, it's un it's unfortunate and that that's my best guess i don't know what what do you um i guess what's your suggestion to people listening what what do they do if they see patriot front marching down the street 
Um, I, I'd say uh, ca call them out directly, um, you know, to the extent that you can uh, while still being safe. Um, but they're doing all these pop-up rallies and it's, it's clear that the cops don't have their fingers on the pulse. Calling the police is going to, isn't going to help. Um, as uh, officer long said, Oh, we don't know. We didn't see them. Uh, which says to me again, they don't want to see them. Uh, even looking back at our FBI or, or I should say the FBI investigating us. One of the things that we uncovered was officer Andy or agent Andy, Andy Creed, um, you know, had collaborated with Northeast white pride. Um, is that any surprise? No, nope, not at all. Uh, of course, his, his buddy who always came along was uh, Agent Steve Kimball. And he's the guy that took key and peel quotes out of context, took Tosh.0 quotes out of context in order to, um, to, to go after the marathon bomber. And, you know, I should say F the marathon bomber. Um, but he nearly screwed up that case uh, because he was just used to the tactic of eh, make stuff up. Get some uh, go on his Twitter. He posted Key and Peel. Well, you know, let's uh, let's take that quote as if it's it's a real thing. Um, and so that's effectively what he was doing with Lauren and I. And um, so I, I wouldn't even say that they're that they're as nefarious as COINTELPRO in the 1970s doing the move bombings, or even uh, what J. Edgar Hoover was doing with his dragnets. Um, but they're, they're certainly, uh, using the internet and, uh, w whatever resources they have in order to, uh, break, uh, people's, uh, you know, digital fourth amendment rights, um, in, in order to get in people's heads and, um, and, and really, you know, discourage them from their activism. I think that's really their main objective in going after lefties. Um, I, I mean, because as we saw th these uh, these agents that went after us, uh, we knew one of them um, absolutely 100 percent Trump supporter. Um, and we can prove that I, I don't want to go into why or how we know that. Um, but but I, if, I think you're on point on that. Yeah, because I felt it myself. Like when you guys had that stuff happening to you, I got a call from somebody else who had the FBI show up at their house. And that person just interviewed you guys on his show. And mm -hmm. he said, he said to me, uh, I think they, they're coming to your house next. And, you know, mm -hmm. to me like that, you know, it's not, it's not a good thing, you know, a good call to get that, you know, the FBI might be coming to your house because of some of the stuff you're doing. That's not illegal. Like I'm not doing anything illegal. I, I am doing a show. There's no reason the FBI should be trolling my house for information um, they didn't come to my house, thank God. Um, but if they do, you know, I'm 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 ready for them. But I just I, yeah, I just absolutely go away. I absolutely think that that's part of it. They they want to scare people from, you know, because I, I had thoughts about it. I you know, do I want to so, continue to cover this stuff? Do I want to worry about the FBI coming to my house? You know, so so you know, actually. It, can I jump in there? Because actually it was that thought that provoked uh, my the second set of comments that I made with Rachel Rollins. So, so the first set was with uh, Officer Long. Um, now, uh, so uh, Rachel Rollins then uh, brought on this guy uh, from the JTTF, um, uh, I, who I, I guess is FBI, at least according to, uh, you know, the live stream on on YouTube. Um, uh, regardless, uh, the, you know, they work hand in glove, uh, so it might as well be the same thing. And he, um, 
you know, he, you know, was, uh, you know, just, you know, basically, uh, you know, saying what the FBI and JTTF, you know, all, you know, all the things they were going to do. And I said, uh, well, how, how can, uh, so he, he said he wanted a- anyone who knew what was going on, you know, to come to them with tips. And I, so, I mean, that, it just blew my mind. Cause I, I, you know, so I said to him, listen, how can anyone come to you with tips uh, when you're actively going after the people who spend the most time researching this, the anti-fascist researchers are the ones that you actually spend the most time trying to throw in jail. Right. You did it with my wife and I, and I'm, I'm, I'm sure if, uh, you know, the wrong people, you know, came across your doorstep, you would do it to them too. And, you know, it was at that point, you know, uh, Rachel kind of did the wrap it up and you can see online, they turned down the volume. So not everyone could hear what I was saying. Uh, but, uh, you know, naturally, I was recording all of it and posted that clip on on Twitter too. If you want to play, is that it on Twitter? Point. Can we play it now? Yeah, for sure. We can try to play that. It might not. Um, you know. And and then I even chased down uh, after the event was over. I saw the guy, the JTTF guy, getting in his um his car, and so I said, "Hey, uh, can can I get a word with you?" And he says, "No." I said, "Oh, please, please, pretty please. Uh, you know, we we have some tips." And, you know, which I obviously didn't have. I wasn't going to give it to him. I was uh, uh, trolling a little bit. <laughs> um, but, it, you know, it it proves they're actually not interested in talking to the people who have done the most to do, you know, to research these people. Let's let's uh, I'm going to try to play this clip if I could figure it out on the fly. I think we I, can. I, I believe in you. I believe in myself. It's just going to take a second, maybe. Uh, just, just I got you know I got the right browser for this too. I wasn't even planning to do this, but I did the right browser just in case. Yeah, you know I uh, I just uh, figured out Streamyard myself. That was uh, we started using it a couple weeks ago, and um, well, you know not not to put down the other services, uh, but I, uh, I I like it quite a bit. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's still you know there's some still difficult things. to do it by yourself and and mm, oh, you know, yeah. do everything at once, but. Well, I mean, the easiest way is if you have um, the. Uh, I'll let it go. A second screen. You're full of shit. Oh, what? You jumping? Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, start it over. That's the end. Full of shit. <laughs> people who are tracking these people, the anti-fascists. When you investigate the anti-fascists, they put five grand juries towards us for investigating. JTTF guy. Can I talk to you for a second? Come on, man. Why not? Come on. JTTF guy. Please. Come on. Pretty please. Pretty please. No? Come on. You don't. Don't you want help? Don't you want tips? You don't want tips? We're the ones doing the research here. And you don't want, you don't want help from people doing the actual research, do you? You don't care about it. You're full of shit. Full of shit. <laughs> full of shit. How can you expect the actual people who are trapped? Oh, this is hilarious. It's pretty funny, Rod. <laughs> Lauren said I was uh, treating the FBI and JTTF the same way I tra- treated the Nazis. And um, <laughs> sort of. Maybe. I, maybe. I, I, yeah, that was not my intention. Uh, I guess that's just how I am. You know, when I when I get going, I, I get going. When I see bullshit, I call out bullshit. I was trying not to swear earlier, but it's you know, I guess there was swearing on that. So um cat's <laughs> whatever. Out of the bag. So uh Lauren's not feeling well, right? 
She, yeah, uh, yeah. If you can hear her coughing over there, uh, uh-huh. yeah, she's. Oh, uh, we wish her well. Yeah, she 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 didn't want to come on with all the coughing, but now we we just get to hear it in the background, so it's even better. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I have I enjoyed this. I think sometimes when you guys are both together, I get overwhelmed. So oh. I, I think I like it better with just Lauren or just Rod. I think I, I for me, anyways. We can so do far. that. Yeah, it just it's it's like three's a crowd to me. You know, it's like. Mm. I, 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 when I first started doing the stream yard, I started having like five people at once. And I was like, no, I can't do this one-on-one. I like one-on-one the best, but sometimes I do. I mean, you know, if, if a story, if, you know, if it's all employees from new England treat and access and, you know, we're going to do five people, but I'm a big fan. Of I like three. one-on-one. You like three. Yeah. I, I but don't know. I, there's something, you know, there's something about two. Yeah, more intimate. I like one on one. It's just it's so easy. It's just yeah. like, you know, mostly I can sit back and just let you know let the conversation go, and then let Dan Fishman pop in, write some comments. And... Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> you, you know, it's funny on the show that sometimes the comments are the best part. Like we we get a lot of interesting comments. Oh, for sure. Um, I'm, I'm, you know, speaking of Dan Fishman, I'm going to be a libertarian emperor one day. I've all, already declared it. I don't I, I am not a member of the Libertarian Party currently. I don't believe in libertarian philosophy, but I think you know it could be a fun party to to mess around with. It. To mess around to be the cult leader of to be the Jew Yeah, Jones yeah I, I could be their cult leader. Yeah. Right? I, I think I think that guy from Texas, what's his name? The little uh, guy, the little guy from oh, Texas, Tommy Rousseau. Tommy Rousseau might want to take that position. Yeah, yeah you never know. I, I, it, I actually, I think he's shooting for the leader of the United States. He thinks he's going to take over. I mean, what is their end goal? Do you think like Tommy Rousseau actually believes that there's anything to this beyond just worship of himself? Do you think like he really believes in this cause, or do you think that he's just feeding his empty ego? It's a yeah. It's it's empty ego. It's a photo shoot. It's you know. There's it, no one in their right mind can think that this is Vanguard America is going to uh, take over the United States. I I mean, like by and large, because I think that you know the United States government kind of already is the Fourth Reich. I, you know, uh, there's. It's so funny, isn't it? They call Joe Biden a socialist and Obama a socialist, and I'm like, I wish they were. They're corporates. They're they're basically like what, what you said. They're they're the uh, you know the corporate military industrial alliance. There's yeah. like this whole thing going on. It's like it's a softer version of it. You know, it's not. And it's- I I have to say, uh, you know, uh, listening to uh, Mara, your your if I'm getting her name Mara, right, Mara Dolan, yes, okay, your previous guest, uh, she was talking about the judicial system and having been through it on a number of levels i just i have no faith in it uh the grand jury system is uh, a way for them to have uh private uh, tribunals uh which is not accountable to anyone you don't get to read the records you can't bring a lawyer into the courtroom and uh that's basically what they subjected us to um uh or or i should say our associates uh they subjected our associates uh to that in order to tro- try to throw lauren and i in jail and um i mean you know how how should that be a part of a democratic society? Uh, moreover, uh, you know, if, if someone like Donald Trump um, uh, has his goons beat me up, which they did in 2015, 
Uh, what's my recourse? Uh, well, I can, I can that's ask. What I'm saying. You can go to court and get the money. And that, well, that, that's what I was going to say that, you know, there's two sides to that. You but know, but hear me out though. So, I mean, first and foremost, you would want to, uh, in an ideal society, this is, you know, not something I'm going to participate in, but you would want to go to the police and the police would actually go forward and, and with a criminal investigation and have them criminally charged and not just civilly charged. Uh, because there's the old saying um, that when um, the penalty for a crime is merely a fine, um, then, you know, those those laws only exist for the poor. Um, and that's basically I knew that's what was happening with my Trump lawsuit. I, I you know, I knew that from day one, uh, but I still wanted to do it on principle. Um, and as Mara pointed out, uh, what judge you get uh, makes a big difference. Um, I, I've heard it argued that um, you'd find more uniformity um, and, and more fairness in that regard from a, mon a monarchy than you would from our system, which and I'm not advocating for monarchy. But like when you think about that sounds it, like Trumpism to me, because well, I mean, yeah, that's I mean, kind that, of the thing that, you, you know, you just give it to one guy and it's but, as, but at least so the, the, the argument, though, is that at least, you know what the rules are now. I, again, I don't think, you know, I don't think that's a good idea. Um, and they keep saying that, you know, this is the best system we have. But so many of these rules, I mean, go back to jurisprudence and uh, like 1600s England, uh, you know, the Magna Carta. Um, and I, you know, I'm not saying all, you know, all are good or all are bad, but they've made the, the, the laws so, you know, intentionally obtuse and complicated. Now, you know, the average person has an extremely difficult time, if not in an impossibility to, to defend themselves or, or put, put forward a case like I do. Um, and you have the American Bar Association, you know, like a single private entity, which lords over you and, um, you have to. Um, kowtow to them in order to, uh, you know, actually practice law, which uh, seems antithetical to, um, you know, a free society. Um, you know, if I wanted to represent you or Lauren or whoever it, uh, it is in a, in a case, I couldn't do it. I, you know, I can represent myself and put forward a civil case. Um, but I, I found uh, even in that, you know, they were making arbitrary decisions all the time. They threw out all my video evidence. And I, you know, when I put forward the case, I assumed that that would be the crux of the case. Um, uh, you know, luckily, I, I actually you know, did the writing uh, quite well. And um, so uh, many of the counts stuck and I didn't have to depend on the video. Um, you know, but imagine um, if I hadn't been as diligent as I was, um, then, you know, it, it would have fallen apart. And quite honestly, you know, the you know, the amount that you know, they paid me you know, $20,000 from Trump, or I should say the Trump defendants, which includes an FBI agent, um, and then 15,000 from the police. I mean, you know, 35 grand for, you know, putting in two years work. And I, I probably could have made more money working at McDonald's or Walmart. Um, Walking the house. Um, so it, it was, it was a labor of love or hate, or at, at least um, just, Doing it on principle, we'll put it that way. Um, and I, I look forward to to never doing another case, unless I have to, on principle. I hope I hope I never have to go to court too. Uh, <laughs> that's always yeah. something. To, I don't want to go to the hospital. I don't want to go to court. Those two places are just not fun. Yeah. 
I mean, but, I, I viewed it as performance art, quite honestly. It yeah, was right. uh, it was, that, it was it part was of the show, but um, it was you know it was something I had in my family. Um, plenty of lawyers around, so oh, yeah. Figured I could do it too. So we're the Young Jerks, and my name is Mike Crawford with Rod Weber. We've been talking about uh, Patriot Front and all the craziness this last weekend. Do you think they're going to come back soon, or do you think they're going to just stay out of Massachusetts, like? And not come back a hundred, hundred of them marching down the street again. Uh, well, uh, hopefully we've embarrassed them for a while, but I, you know, I don't think we've seen the last of them. Uh, I, especially not NSC one thirty one, which I said, you know, it's an offshoot, and so they'll be coming back. And not that I'm particularly afraid or worried about it, um, but they were made to look like fools. And again, I think that's the important thing: make them look like fools. Um. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, what's that song that we're gonna do? She wants to do that jump and jive song, uh, in khakis. The Gap commercial. Well, that's oh, right. Yeah. yeah, they got they got the there was a uh, a gentleman who put out a video making fun of their fashion sense. It was pretty funny. I don't know. If you oh saw yeah, that yeah, one. we saw that. Yeah, it was good. Um, I got a question related to that because you did embarrass them, mm. and you know, I I sometimes wonder if embarrassing them you know obviously i feel like it works i feel like it doesn't like maybe they'll back off it definitely hurts their membership drive which is really what they want to do yeah but does it do, do you worry because i i start to worry about this that this that will make them react in in a rat like even me i'm making fun of this guy tommy thomas rousseau all night like do you feel like that will make them irrational and and do something crazily violent? You know, it's I mean, it's always a possibility. Um, but uh, I think I mean, you got to get ahead of these things before it gets out of control. I mean, the other option is just sitting back and letting it fester. And that doesn't seem like a good idea. The, be the best uh, disinfectant, as they say, is sunlight. And so just shine a light on these these douches and and make them look like the fools that they are. I mean, quite honestly, uh, you know, so long as you're calling them on their bullshit, um, they don't seem to have, um, you know, you know, many bullets uh, loaded in their intellectual um, uh, chamber. It's pretty funny. It's like they have nothing. They, they're just like, keep marching. I mean, they're kids. And, and in that regard, um, I hope that they're scared away, never come back to what they're doing um, and uh, find redemption. And I, I, I really do believe that uh, that is a thing. Oh, it can it's, totally it, happen. I, I, I will re say this to all of them. Any, any of them listening, like you can be redeemed and I will help. I like, I would help you. Like I would totally try to help. And, and not that I'm an expert at it <laughs> on any of this stuff. You know, I think you probably need a, like a cult expert. Cause I think you are in a cult. If you're a member of Patriot front, but you know, totally there are people who will, welcome you you know I, I i believe that do you believe that rod it, it's it's long road and, I, and it's a difficult one and i believe that if they are to do it they really have to have that come to jesus moment quote unquote right. because i i noticed I'll, I'll give an example um so uh there's super happy fun america there's resist marxism and um w one of the people in that group um had um a wolf's angel. It's a neo-Nazi tattoo on his neck. And it's one of the things that I would point out when he was at resist Marxism or super happy events 
um, to say, there it is. It's, it's, it's plain as day. Um, it's on his neck. He's, he's a neo-Nazi. If you're letting, uh, you know, one neo-Nazi at the table, you've got a table full of neo-Nazis. And um, in those days, we were doing what we could to try to converse with Samson and Brandon and some of the others, um, hoping that they might reverse course. Um, but they would say to me, listen, man, where else is he going to go? Um, you know, if, if he's if he's not able to be a part uh, of some group, uh, you know, he's just going to re regress into into Nazism worse. Um, but the problem with that is that in it, it, the thing that they believed was him being saved was going to resist Marxism and which are essentially, you know, glorified Trump rallies. You know, th that was their version of toning it down. That was their version of not being a Nazi. And I, I don't know. I mean, like, you know, you know, to me, that's that that's not being saved. That's that's not a redemption. They're just um, changing your politics to, to kind of protect yourself. Yeah, that's pretty much like, yeah, you know, kind of like a political makeover. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, you, oh, so you have less Nazi tattoos. Yeah, for you. yeah. Um, you're, but you're still deep down a Nazi. Yeah, but I agree with you. It's a long road and uh, people have to really yeah, mean it. They got to I mean, really mean it. I remember him very specifically showing up at a number of these rallies, literally holding a Trump flag. So, I mean, how, how does that even make sense? But I don't know. Anyhow, um, John Camden, you know, that's I and I, I remember, you know, I, I would see him at uh, Trump. Is he rally, still, which, he's still Patriot Front, right? Um, he was, his group was, uh, uh, American guard. Oh, that's right. That was a different one. It was very similar looking. But yes. Yeah, so to, uh, an American guard, of uh, 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 branched off of the Vinian, uh, uh, vineyards. Vineyard. Yeah. Or uh, sorry, Vinlanders, um, uh, which is, you know, kind of has like a, like a Viking motif and, um, you know, many, many of these uh, groups are, you know, they're interconnected, just like, um, you know, the, they were saying the mycelium networks and, it, you know, it, it all bleeds together. So, you know, whether they're calling themselves Boston free speaks or resist oh, yeah. Marxism, it's, it's all, all the, the same, same to me, you know, definitely. I so. agree 100 percent on that one. But, yeah, I just, uh, you know, I, I hope uh, hope America doesn't, you know, split into a thousand pieces this summer. Uh, I mean, because. Things are getting really sticky, and um, well, yeah, I, you know, I, I don't know what to say about that. Do you do you feel like we hit kind of like a peak on that, or do you feel like it's gonna just continue to accelerate? Because it does feel like the Is last that... few weeks between Roe versus Wade and the and the shootings and the murders and just the the amount of uh, mass you know killings over the last three months it's just been outrageous in America. And then Roe versus Wade, and then the Nazis walk through Boston. Like, do you do you feel like I don't know? What do you think? Um, well, I, I would say that it, it always comes down to an inciting incident. So there's always a lot of things bubbling under the surface. And I think um the Trump presidency or or the possible re-election of him uh would put a lot of pressure in people's minds. Um, and they felt as if something needed to be done. Um, uh, a protest had to be a real protest. They had to go hard. 
um, or forget about it. And so that in combination um, with the, the inciting incident, um, with, you know, was George Floyd. And then, you know, from there, it just shit just popped off. Um, you know, they were burning down Minneapolis. Um, things got crazy every night in Portland. And, and remember before that, that was on the heels of uh, Ahmaud Aubrey, uh, who was the jogger who was just, you know, these guys just, you know, chased him down in a pickup truck and, you know, shot him dead. Um, so, I, I mean, you know, the you know, thing that kind of just recently happened was this, you know, Jalen Walker, who they, you know, this guy, they dumped 60 rounds into his, into his back. And that doesn't seem to have turned into an inciting incident. Um, you know, I, you know, not that I'm, you know, wanting for these things to happen, but if you were trying to make a prediction, it's it's a a matter. That video is horrific. That, that shooting is just. You would think that that one would. It's yeah, tough it's, to know what's going next. Yeah, it's yeah, it's these things building up, and that's you know a part of why, you know, I you know I went and documented all this stuff. I you know I felt as though, uh, you know, regardless of whatever anyone thinks about my politics or trolling Joe Biden or Trump or Pete Buttigieg, I trolled all the politicians. Um, you know, aside from that, um, I did my best, uh, you know, to give the future a, a look at what 2020 was so that when they look back, um, that there would, there would be a, a better record that, it, that exists than, than there would be if I hadn't. Certainly there are other filmmakers who, who went out and, and got into the thick of it. Um, but I, I mean, you know, during Minneapolis and the George Floyd protests, uh, I, I've said it before. There were there was only about three of us that were really doing it in earnestness, and um, that's uh, N- Nico from Unicorn Riot, and uh, this myself, and this guy Rich who would never tell me his last name. Just this guy Rich was out there every night, and he was live streaming it. And and there was there was other folks that uh, came in and out, and you know there were certainly other people filming. Um, but as as far as uh, you know, the hardcore that were just staying up all night and um, just, you know, ready to be there for every minute of it. Um, there were not a lot of people willing to do that. Uh, I mean, because it was it was it was some crazy shit. That was some just I mean, aside from, the, you know, the rubber bullets, the pepper spray, everything burning down uh, like a, a wall from a Wendy's nearly collapsed on me. Uh, another like a furniture f- a store. I said so I didn't get footage of that because it was. It was the, the the kind of thing where it was it was literally collapsing next to me, and I just had to run to save my life. Um, so there's no video of that. That I mean, then that was the craziest one. Um, I, the camera was just pointed away from it as I ran away. Uh, but uh, I did film a, a furniture store collapsing. Um, I was in you know the middle of um there was uh, these uh, trucks pickup trucks driving by just popping off live rounds. Could have got hit by one of those. That would not be fun the many risks that rod weber takes yeah. on his to get his videos well, thank you for yeah yeah thank you for you know providing what you do because so so often I, i'm watching your videos i think a lot of people especially this weekend were watching those videos and they were happy with i mean i was happy with what i saw how can people support you that are that maybe a new you know supporter of you they just found your videos this weekend what what 
do you accept contributions? I, you know, I don't ask for them. We don't ask for them, but, um, if, you know, I won't turn them down, uh, you know, cause we're, we're not getting rich off the film, but you know, a, a good way to, to, to do it would really just be watch the trailer, watch the movie. And, um, I, I believe it'll open your mind to the extent that you're, you're, you're going to have a new way of thinking about this country after you watch that. And you're going to want to share it with people. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I don't want to get all Tommy Russo, <laughs> uh, you know, about this, like I'm, um, I'm the 2020, the dumpster fire cult leader here, but, um, this, uh, we were filming things that you know, your average person just does not say. You're not going to ask me to go in the woods and do training, right? No, 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 no. That's no. So you're not like Tommy Russo. No, no, you just, we, you're not going to ask me to give up my job and give up my life. And no, you got to put on a unicorn onesie and go prance around with us. Like, uh, you know, uh, Warren's old. <laughs> I don't know if I'm doing that either. Warren no, re can do remember, that. I'll, uh, I'll yeah. send Warren Lynch for, <laughs> yeah. Well, we bumped into Warren actually. Warren's came the, out. He, I think he's the one who gave Vermin Supreme the pony guy idea. No, no, <laughs> yeah, pony trouble, pony trouble. No, no, in a no. movie, yeah, way yeah before I was Vermin. in pony trouble, yeah. But, um, no? uh, Vermin was doing the pony thing long before. Uh, oh boy, Warren. I think I blew Warren's little secret, but uh, Warren. Warren came out, uh. He, he missed the entirety of the, the protest out there at Oak Grove. Uh, but, uh, you know, as we were leaving, he showed up, uh, you know, and I was, hey, Warren, what are you doing here? And, uh, you know, we all hugged and um, I don't know, it's just kind of, you know, talked about Nazis. Warren's a good dude. Warren Lynch, uh, a friend of the show, uh, definitely a Malden community activist. But uh, Rod Weber, I want to thank you so much for your time tonight. For sure. What do you, last thoughts, what do you want to leave people with? Um, I say, uh, go to political events, see the process, open your eyes. Um, when you go there in person, uh, you will see how the sausage is made and it will make, it'll make you reevaluate, um, the way you think about politics. Um, go to these protests, um, seeing what happens in the streets, the way the police, um, uh, go after BLM, uh, but not after Patriot Front. Um, well, it's a thing that you hear all the time, but seeing it in person will drive the point home. It will, it, it will make you crazy, but in a good way, um, because it's, uh, it's an enlightening crazy. And it's, it's a crazy that I think everyone should have. You sh everyone should be outraged at the way that the, the police are, uh, treating the, the left these days. Um, so I, I, I would say even aside from watching our film, uh, watch as many political documentaries as you can so that you can understand the process because we're going down a road towards fascism. And if you don't uh, have an eye out for, you know, for, for what was in the past, it's, you're going to have a real hard time as we move into the future. Um, so, you know, try, you know, just try to get your brain around some of these things, um, you know, and spread the word. Um, if you see a Nazi, uh, make sure to call him out. There are those who would say to punch him, uh, but I'm not going to advocate violence. Um, I would, I would just say, call those motherfuckers out, um, get make on Twitter, video. share it on Twitter yeah. so that, um, uh, people, uh, who have more experience with this can get down there. Uh, you know, be a part of our, um, our, 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 our you know, you, you had the revolutionary war where, um, 
you know, it's, you know, the British are coming, the British are coming. We need to have the Nazis are coming. The Nazis are coming. And that's Twitter. That is Twitter. I, I don't know what you call that network, but you know, just, yeah, you got to something, share it. That's um, right. So, so some of us can get out there. I love that message to the general public because that's how we found out about, that's how you found out about, about Saturday. I'm sure is the Twitters, yeah. like the people coming out of their offices, coming out of their apartments in Boston saw these guys and they went on Twitter and they said, the Nazis are here. The Nazis are coming. So if you're the average person, that's the number one thing you can do mm-hmm. is to let us know so that the community that is experienced, that's used to, to showing up, they can show up and record these guys and chase them out of town like Rod and Lauren did. And the sooner you can do that, the quicker you can do that, the better. So, cause these guys like to run, they like to be in uh, Fenway park, you know, and when you're posting that they're in Fenway Park, they're already moved on to Alston. You know, that, right. that's their plan. Make, make a note of which way they're going. Put yes. that in your tweet. Let people know where group. they're going, where you saw them, what time it was, where they're headed, yes. which direction, what streets. Let people know because that, yep. that really does help us so that we know. And yep. if anyone sees them up in the Salem or North Shore area, definitely Please report it because I want to be there. I want to get. I would. Oh my god! I was. I was like up all night, like just praying that I was going to find out where those guys were because I just. I got to work. I can't leave. I can't drive to Boston most of the time. But if it was Salem, I would love to chase down this Tommy Russo guy. I would be heckling him to no end. That's the guy I'd be looking for at this point, Rod. I, the rest well, of the, I, I, was. the I was. I know. I, just, I know. I, I know you are. The the rest of the stormtroopers, I'd be like. Where is your leader? Where yeah. is the little man? Where is the little guy? Where is he's a character? Man? Yeah, I, I I might even like I don't even know if I can control myself. I might even grab his hat, like be like, dude, like look, can we trade hats? Like I want to try on the cowboy hat. Let me try on the cowboy hat, buddy. I'll give you my Boston hat. I'll bring a Boston hat for you. Yeah. All right. So we're the young jerks. Mike Crawford living out his fantasies right now. He wants to confront the uh, Tommy Russo in the street. Yeah, well, you, uh, should, you should give him an Antifa hat. Rod, that, is that like who? Who's your number one? Like you must. You've been tr- like chasing a lot of these Nazis around. Is there like a number one person that you want to confront at this point? Trump. Trump. <laughs> there you go. That's that's a good answer. I mean, yeah. Sorry. No, I mean, no. Totally. I mean, right? that, that I, is. I know that's that where everyone's guy. at. But... Beyond that, because I don't think that's going to happen because he's got Secret Service around him. Anyone else locally? Uh, well, you know, uh, Lauren would say Samson or Rayla, but, you know, uh, you know, they're they're not, uh, you know, the the big fish in the room. I'm, I'm I, I, I think, you know, Lauren has a, a rapport, a, a, mm-hmm. a comedy rapport with Samson. With, with Samson, I think, likes her. I think Samson. Oh yeah, like definitely. He, he, we got he's 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 he, he said some of the most vile shit to her I've seen it, yeah. but I think he actually has a thing for Lauren. <laughs> oh, yeah, all these guys have a thing. They for do. Lauren. It's kind. Yeah. It's a little bit uh, off. It's creepy. You know? It's creepy. You know. It is so it yeah, is. Uh, Samson's not running for Congress. I guess I heard. Oh well, he dropped out. That's so sad. Oh, did he already drop out of the race? I don't know. I don't. I heard know. he was yeah. running. I don't know. I don't, yeah, I don't it's know. funny. He he runs campaigns, but you never see him actually do anything. Like again, these guys are all like, "It's our it's our heritage of hard work and this and that." And it's like, okay, where's your campaign event? Indeed. Like, 
they don't do anything. They're they're like the laziest people ever. Like, well, oh, we're gonna really? do a hate rally every year. That's like well, that's it. Yeah, they that's actually his buddies did a like a super happy related event at Winthrop, a, a, a flag ceremony, the yeah, or, or a flag rally the day before, uh, July first, and we went out to that thing. And god damn, it was pathetic. You know, there was there was about I don't know maybe nine or ten of them at most, and um. Anyhow, it's so sad. I don't even want to talk about it. I am, I'm sure Picard will have some video. I heard it wasn't that good for even for him, though. Yeah, no, it was, yeah, it was, yeah, it was just boring. It was just straight up boring. Yeah. So, anyhow, <laughs> next time. That that's good. That, you know, let yeah. them waste their time on silly events because yeah, I mean that's pretty much all they do. That's that. I don't see them building a movement. Yeah, and yeah, in a sense that I I mean that was the thing that was my takeaway that day was that it was a win. You know, the fact that no one was there and it was so pathetic. It's mm-hmm. like, all right, high five, let's go. Yeah. And the same thing with Patriot Front, even though they had a hundred people marching with them, you know, I would guess but probably there would look like there was about a hundred. Sure. How many, and, how many of them were local? How that reminds me local? of something. So I mean, so one of the things that I uh, that caused um, resist Marxism to start to disintegrate is that they were uh, very much entrenched with the Proud Boy activities. And when the New York City Nine case uh, happened, that was if you remember, there was security camera footage of Antifa and the Proud Boys duking it out after the Republican uh, dinner club party, which Gavin McInnes spoke at. It was the one where he brings out a fake sword, oh, yeah. waving it around. Um, and the way the video was originally cut, um, they were making it seem like that Antifa had started it. Um, uh, but when in reality, um, when the trial actually started to happen, Colin Moynihan, um, who's a journalist for the New York times actually got his hands on the video, uh, you know, did a FOIA and you can see the inciting thing is actually, the proud um, boys uh, proud boys throwing a bottle at them uh which uh you know resulted in convictions for uh two of them i believe and at that time i remember brandon navom saying oh yeah well we can't do resist marxism events anymore because the proud boys uh is, said we got to tamp it down i'm like wow you just you openly admitted it okay so the proud boys control you um but the point being is that when they have that kind of altercation and there are, are legal ramifications for these folks, that's when they run. That's when they go away. Yeah. Maybe someone has to start suing them, you know? Yeah. The, uh, yeah that's a possibility, I guess. I don't know. Um, they, they think that, you know, it's funny because they kept saying that to you the other day. They were like, yeah, we know your game. You like to sue people. That's what they're afraid of, it seems like, because, you know, a lot of these lawsuits do bankrupt. I mean, we've seen that even in the past with the KKK. Look at what's going on with Alex Jones. So, you know, th- I think they do have to be careful on that. And and uh, very interesting, Rod. I'm glad you're bringing this all to our attention, all this little. Uh, For sure. There's a lot to learn here. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to get into what are legally actionable torts or anything, but um, yeah, we'll we'll wait for them to build up, and you know, it's it's a potential. Yeah, you know, we'll see. So I want to thank you again, Rod Weber, for coming on, <laughs> and I want to maybe play some more video. I don't even know if we've played this video. I just love these videos. I just love sure. watching them. Do you mind? Uh, well, I mean, you can take off too, but I'm just gonna throw up some fine. video to to, to, oh, to lead out of here. Thank you so much for coming yeah. on, Rod. I also want to thank uh, Myra Dolan for coming on tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, she did a great job. We will definitely uh, follow up with her. 
Um, even, even with Rod's criticism about some of the things she had to say, which is fine. This is what we do on the show. Yeah. But I, I definitely like, uh, I, I, let me ask you this about, um, Mara Dolan. Would you want to see her in office at this point, having heard what she had to say? Oh, I, I, I don't know enough about her. She seems nice. Um, she seems nice. Would you, we, let me ask you this question. Would you generally prefer someone to be a public defender over being a prosecutor to be on the governor's council? Um, well, let, let's just say uh, if if someone was uh, willing to, you know, you know, take a look at the the downtrodden, and they were to ascend to um, a prosecutor position like Rachel Rollins did before she became the. The U.S. Attorney, you know, she was the, the she was the D.A. and uh, she she had a policy of just no processing uh, protesting cases, uh, you know, basically like she did with me. Um, if you had someone like that, um, that would certainly be better than um, you know someone who's in there to just bust balls of every poor person or every person who's ever smoked pot. I mean, they're goddamn victimless crimes, and there's no reason for that. Um, so, uh, I, I, again, uh, you know, before I make any proclamations, I'd want to learn a little bit more about her, but, um, you know, um, you know, it could happen. could happen. Perfect. Thank you, Rod. Thank you. We're the young jerks. <laughs>